Welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything Sea of Thieves, from lore to PvP, to even what fish you can catch for the hunter's call. Please sit back, relax, and join me on this adventure. Welcome back, guys, to episode 42 of Pirate Talk Radio. Thank you very, very much for spending a little bit of your time with me. I am Davram, and I very much appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. We have turned over, well over, we blew right by it, and I didn't even know it, over 3,000 downloads of Pirate Talk Radio in a very short 41 episode. So thank you so much. For each and every one of you who are listening, who are engaging, who joined the Discord, who have sent me messages, both positive and... <sighs> this week was a bad week for uh, for Nasty Grams, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But thank you very much, everyone. If you would like to get involved in the conversation, talking to me directly, you can always email me at piratetalkradiopodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord. All that information will be in the show notes. Twitter, you can follow me at... Uh, Davram TV on Twitter uh, and you can also uh, check out the Patreon if you would like to uh, get financially uh, involved uh, with the podcast to directly support uh, this, this show uh, and also um, get some perks uh, in return for that and you get the episode exclusively before everyone else at least on podcasting if you want it exclusive on YouTube well that you gotta wait for that anyways because I gotta edit it and put all that stuff together in video format uh, but as far as the podcast, you will get an exclusive uh, RSS feed on uh, on the Patreon, and that will give you access to the uh, audio of the podcast uh, well before, sometimes even up to like two days before uh, everyone else gets it. So uh, you can check that out again. That's uh, patreon.com slash TV. But we actually have Sea of Thieves news to talk about. It has been a while since we've had something. And let me tell you, I am extremely, extremely excited uh, to go over the most recent update to Sea of Thieves. Uh, and I can honestly say, after all of my complaints about their approach to the season uh, development and saying they're going to have one big patch that has all the new content, uh, and then they're going to have a series of two to three other patches, which are quality of life. And to this point, we haven't seen that. Uh, we've seen some minor quality of life things, very minor, very small, nothing uh, major to uh, to really address the major uh, concerns and issues uh, with bugs and exploits and, and things like that in the game. We haven't seen that to this point, and quite frankly, I've been complaining multiple times about how I feel that their development cycle really hasn't changed. Uh, we're still going through that monthly update process where we're getting a new event, we're getting one large uh, update, and then we get a series of updates that have events and things like that. But to be fair, the quality of life hasn't been there um, as far as how they first portrayed it to be um, when they first got ready to start season. So I am ecstatic. I am super excited uh, to be able to look into this update and look into the patch notes with you 
and really highlight um, some of the great work uh, that the Rare team did uh, this go-round. They, they absolutely um, did an outstanding job uh, this go-round um, um, with, with this quality of life update um, on, on multiple levels. And, and we'll dive into that um, soon. But I'm going to go out on a limb. And some people out there might send me more nasty grams because in the last episode, I mentioned things might be coming. Well, they came and people aren't happy about it. And well, I have my response to them in a little bit. Um, But this, in my opinion, is by far probably the best quality of life update that Sea of Thieves has put out. I'm putting it, I'm putting my stake in the ground. Okay. Pirate's Life was, I would say, probably the best content update that they've done. This is the best quality of life update. And if they continue this trend with some large scale or decently large patch of new content for people to explore, and then follow it up by one to two amazing quality of life things where they target major bugs and exploits, they are going to be on a track that is excellent to fix the major issues of the game, fix the major concerns the player base have, and keep a hold of those players that they um, that they keep hemorrhaging. Um, it's, they've got all these new players, right? Um, there was a video released. Um, it actually came out after my last episode. I had a conversation with a, a rare developer. Um. And who, who listens to the, the broadcast. And I, I, I mentioned, you know, in the last broadcast, we dove into the numbers of the, um, Xbox achievements. Um, and because again, um, I know they're not perfect. I, I know it's not perfect math, but unfortunately it's the only thing that I and other people have to go off of because the numbers are not released by rare as far as how many players are actually playing the game. Obviously we know how many players have ever logged into the game. Uh, but we don't know how many players are consecutive pl- consecutively playing the game on the Xbox platform. We know this for uh, Steam, but it was an interesting point, and it was it was actually funny because episode forty one released, and Mike Chapman came out with a new video um, on the cha- on the YouTube channel, a very short one, and I expected Pirate Pirate's Life to be a after playing it to be a massive influx of players, I did not expect it to be the massive influx that was reported. Again, we don't get any official numbers, right? We only go, we only get the numbers that uh, rare themselves released as far as the Xbox side, but we knew it was going to have an influx of players. I didn't expect this type of number over Four, and, and I think, I can't remember quite, I should have wrote it down, but I think it was close to 5 million new players jumped into the Sea of Thieves because of Pirate's Life. That is an incredible number. And Rare should be very pr- uh, proud of that. The players, both long-standing players, new players, they should be proud of the game that they love, the game that we love, and the fact that Rare put out such a brilliant and amazing set of tall tales and brought in this Disney new new creatures to fight, uh, new things like that, 
and brought in so many new faces uh, uh, to the seas. It's absolutely outstanding. And I know we've talked and we've noticed the seas have kind of dried up near the end of July there because of, you know, people got through the tall tales and things like that. But that's an incredible number. And if we can keep through quality of life patches and making things better for the player experience, if we can keep just a fraction of those, um, through rare continuing to do this, this good quality of life work like they did in this uh, particular patch, this game is going to be set uh, for quite a while. Um, no one can argue the beauty of the artwork uh, that that team puts into the, the cosmetics that you can get. No one can argue the creativity um, and the absolute brilliance that is the story um, that, that the, the team puts together. They're only... I guess drawback and failure is actual player experience when it comes to interacting with the world, interacting with other players when it comes to bugs and exploits. If that stuff continues to get cleaned up like we see in this particular patch, sure, some people will leave because they don't like that these things are changing. Well, tough. If I, I've said this multiple times, and I'll get into it more in a little bit. If you want hit registration fixed, that is an issue since day one. If you want that fixed, then you have to accept the fact that there are other exploits from day one that they will also be fixing. Period. End of story. You can't pick and choose what you want fixed and what you don't want fixed because one gives you an advantage and the other one doesn't. That's just how it goes. Period. So let's start. Let's start. We're going to start with the announcements. And then we'll dive into the patch because obviously I like to get into the patch notes. Um, but let's start with the announcement first. <clears throat> first, uh, coming up this month, uh, there's going to be a new Bilge Rat event focused around the new emergent threat. That is the Sirens, the Siren Gems, the Ocean Crawlers, the Phantoms, etc. There will be new Bilge Rat um, events through Lorena. Um, and it will allow you to unlock and listen to me very carefully a time-limited exclusive eye patch. okay? So again, listen to me carefully, time-limited exclusive eye patch. What does that mean? Well, that means if you don't do this event, don't be surprised if you're not going to get this eye patch. Now, there's obviously, there's always a chance that they can bring it back with Twitch drops. There's always a chance that it could go into the Pirate Legend hideout or get locked behind commendations. But anytime I see the words time-limited exclusive, that tells me that this thing is going to be here for a limited time, and that's it. Um, that's how I approach it. And, and as a player who likes to collect rare things, pun intended, I will be diving in and making sure I unlock this. And I hope any players out there who um, enjoy the, the custom cosmetics and things in this game, that you also do the same. Because like I said, anytime I see time-limited exclusive, I assume that once it's done, it's gone forever. And I hope it's gone forever. At least, you know, for a good long time and maybe come back with a Twitch drop or something. But not something that's going to be, oh, we're just going to lock it behind accommodation. Because that's not time-limited exclusive, right? That's something that we can unlock at any time. It doesn't matter. Um, so I hope it is a time-limited exclusive truly, and that's the end of the story. But either way... There's going to be a new Bilge uh, Rat event uh, that is coming up this month. So stay tuned to that uh, for an exclusive eye patch. Twitch drops. 
So um, if you want to continue collecting the Gilded Phoenix, uh, I believe it's all the rest of it is the boat set. So if you uh, still need, obviously everyone, because it hasn't been released yet, uh, but if you enjoy the Gilded Phoenix or and you just want free cosmetics and Sea of Thieves, make sure you go over to twitch.tv, uh, find the Sea of Thieves uh, section, the game section, and find yourself one of the partnered streamers, uh, the rare partnered streamers, and make sure you watch them for 30 minutes on the 27th of August, the 28th of August, 29th of August, and 30th of August. You have to watch them 30 minutes each of those four days, and each day you will unlock one of the pieces to the uh, Gilded Phoenix boat. Um, just for those of you who maybe not may, might not be familiar with the Twitch Drop system, let me just give you a quick rundown on it. If you go to seaofthieves.com slash twitch dash drops, you'll need to log in uh, with your Xbox account and you will need to link your Twitch account um, with your Xbox account. Please be aware, make sure you're logging in with the appropriate Xbox account. There's lots of people out there who have multiple accounts because they do different things in Sea of Thieves. Make sure you're logging in with your Xbox account, with your Sea of Thieves account. That is your primary that you want these cosmetics on. You can only claim them once per Twitch account. So make sure you're logging in appropriately to both your Xbox account and linking your appropriate Twitch account. Once you link that, there is a, a, a link under step two on the website um, in which you can go to uh, the partnered streamers list. You need to watch them for 20 to 30 minutes. And then in the upper right corner um, on Twitch, there is a box that you could pop up that's under your name. And I believe it's called the wallet or the inventory. Uh, I think I actually have Twitch up on my other monitor here and I'll tell you what it's exactly called. Uh, it is actually called, uh, I was wrong on both of those. It's called drops now. Um, and in the drops section, you will be able to see the Twitch drops that are coming. Uh, they're not there yet, but you'll be able to see once we get closer to the 27th, you'll see them there. And when you have watched the amount of time that you need to watch on a partnered streamer, there will be a little box that says claim now. You need to claim it. And then what I always do is I refresh the page and make sure it's claimed. Once it is says it's claimed, it can take up to 72 hours. Okay, 72 hours. That's a couple days, right? Be patient. Couple days to actually appear inside of your chest in the game. If in 72 hours, make sure you check your time. Don't do it in 71 and a half hours. Let it go to 72. Then you can open a support ticket with Sea of Thieves support. Attach the screenshot of your Twitch drop section showing that you did in fact claim it. And they will make sure you're taken care of. But a lot of people are missing the link your Twitch account, log into the appropriate Xbox account, watch the appropriate streamers, and claim the reward. If you watch the streamer and then you're two, three days down the road and you didn't claim it, you're shit out of luck. You have to go into your drop section and claim it on the twitch.tv uh, website under your profile in the upper right corner. If you don't do that, you're shit out of luck. Don't complain to Rare. Don't complain to Sea of Thieves. Don't bitch at Twi uh, uh, Twitch. Don't go on Twitter and yell and complain and bitch. Follow 
the steps. Make sure you're claiming that reward the same day that you got it. Okay, if you don't, it's your fault. Don't blame anyone else. It is your fault. So again, Twitch drops 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th. CFThieves.com slash Twitch dash drops. It'll be in the show notes below. Um, make sure you go and set yourself up to get the Gilded Phoenix sets. Another thing that has just started on 820. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I'm sorry. If you're not a Patreon, you did not listen to this in time. I apologize, but you know what? Patreons get uh, special access. The rest of you, maybe you should consider that uh, that exclusive access Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, most likely, if you're listening to this episode, you probably have missed this already. But uh, 8.20, starting 8.20 and going throughout the entire weekend, it is gold and glory weekend, which means all reputation and gold gains are doubled throughout the entire weekend. So as of the recording right now, there are three days, four hours, and 11 seconds. So you can figure out when I'm recording this if you want to. Uh, left in Golden Glory Weekend. If you need to do your emissary ledgers, I'm telling you right now, this is a great time to get in there and really boost those emissary ledgers so you can get that knocked off. And if you have other games to play, uh, to get to those other um, uh, other games, right? Because uh, if you knock off the ledgers, you're obviously going to get your rewards. So. Um, also, as of this recording, the event that I was talking about, the Buildrat um, event, it's not up on the events tab yet. I'm not sure if it's in the game. When I was playing earlier this week, I didn't see it in the game, but I also was not looking for it. So um, keep that in mind. Uh, a couple other things that I want to pull out before we uh, start talking about the uh, the wonderful quality of life update. Um, the Emporium has been updated, and there are a couple new things that you can get from the Emporium. And let me just say... If you're not a person who likes to spend money in the game, that's absolutely fine. I understand you don't get some of the cool stuff, but, you know, Rare has to make their money to continue to, to develop things. But they are doing an excellent job as well, creating absolutely brilliant artwork um, for you to spend your gold on. Um, I can tell you right now, the reskin that they've put in, the Thriving Wild Rose set, is absolutely gorgeous. The Dawn Hunter set was put in a, a while back. They completed it with this update. The Dawn Hunter set, it's it's a purple, um, silver, and like a dark gray combination of the Hunter set. It's gorgeous. And the Thriving Wild Rose set, again, is going off of that purple and silver with black roses theme. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. And again, these are all things you can buy with gold. There's a ship set, equipment set, weapon set, and clothing set. It's absolutely outstanding. They also added um, the Hardy Ruffian Sea Dog set, which is another nice set. Um, but what I can tell you about this, and this is this is something, if you're a tucker out there, if you're one of those folks who believes putting all black on makes you invisible to other people, and it's just not their lack of, well, eyeballs and paying attention. If you truly believe that you need to wear all black, there's finally a new tuck shirt out there that doesn't look absolutely ridiculous. So for the longest time, the popular tuck shirt was the black long sleeve shirt with the black ruffle at on the neck. I hate that black ruffle. 
<clears throat> I do not like that black ruffle at all. Whenever I'm hiding on ships, I don't really change my clothes anyways, because I find it more fun to uh, hide on ships or outposts or whatever. Not in the barrel emote, but just in my bright green Fort of the Dam jacket. Just because it's more entertaining to me to see if people actually will notice me. Trust me, the black doesn't make a difference. People still don't notice you. But with this new, I believe it's the Hardy Ruffian uh, Sea Dog set, there is a new black shirt and it looks fantastic. It actually looks exactly like my Renaissance Fair pirate shirt that I wear. It is long sleeve. It has the like Victorian uh, ruffles around the, the wrists that flare out. There is no ugly uh, ruffle collar on it. It is straight black. It has a little bit of like, a, almost looks like a pinstripe down it, but it's it's all dark. It's all black. So you don't have to worry about multiple colors. It's a great shirt. It's actually one of the first times in a very long time that I on my pirate have actually taken off my Fort of the Dam jacket because honestly, I think my pirate looks badass in his uh, in his fur Viking boots with the black shirt on. Uh, and the black dog pants. I think it looks absolutely sickening. Uh, and I and I love it. So if you're one of those folks out there that like the all black look but hated the ruffle on the on the collar, check out the new shirt out there because this new tuck shirt is pretty slick. Or if you're just someone out there who likes black shirts, there you go. Uh, the other thing that has been added is there's a new eye patch set. Now I'm not a huge fan of the eye patch. Um, that they've designed here. It's basically a reskinned Kraken eye patch, the black uh, patch with the, uh, the the Kraken one has the golden gem on it. Uh, what they've done here is behind the accommodations of the curse breaker, the uh, the mermaid curse breaker. So there's the emerald and the sapphire uh, curse breaker. Um, if you have those done, the emerald and the sapphire uh, accommodations done, you will have access to two new um, emerald and sapphire sovereign eye patches at the outpost co clothing shop. So it's the Kraken eye patch, but instead of the 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 golden uh, gem, it's a green or a blue. And I believe the exclusive time limited um event eye patch is the ruby. Um, I believe is is the is the sovereign ruby eye patch. So I believe we'll get a red one as well. Again, not a huge fan of that look of the eye patch. I prefer my 100 days eye patch since, well, I unfortunately don't have a day one eye patch. I prefer my 100 days eye patch because that was kind of a time limited exclusive one. So I kind of like rocking that and I and I like the shape of it and I like the uh, the red markings on it. So there you go. I think that runs down all um, of those gold items. As far as your um, Emporium items... Um, you can also purchase some new Davy Jones inspired, um, costumes. So there's a Davy Jones inspired costume that looks absolutely fantastic. I hope someday it comes that we can actually utilize, um, the, the different pieces of the Davy Jones, uh, or, or whatever costume we want. Like if we want to just wear the hat, we can just wear the hat. Or if we would just want the coat, we could just wear the coat, right? I wish we could break down the costumes and wear bits of them and not the whole costume because I'm not a huge fan of the entire costume, but there are definitely bits of it that I would love uh, to wear on my pirate. There is a Davy Jones monkey, which is absolutely adorable with his like tentacly uh, hair face thing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The Flying Dutchman. 
is now officially in Sea of Thieves. So you can now deck your ship out looking like the flying uh, Dutchman. It's absolutely, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> it looks, it looks really, really good. Uh, and the, the custom sails also, uh, look really nice on that. There is also a Davy Jones weapon set. So, uh, sword, uh, pistol, eye of reach and blunderbuss. Um, the sword is actually the sword from the tall tales, the Davy Jones sword from the tall tales that you can see at every outpost crossed with the ferryman sword in the sand for the final tall tale. Um, so you can get that weapon set. There is a free emote out there as well. So you can check that out. Make sure you get your free emote. Even if you're not going to put money into the, um, the Emporium for anything else, at least get your free emote that they put in there. So, um, absolutely amazing, 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 um, beautifully designed Davy Jones inspired, um, uh, ship set costume monkey. It's, it's, it's incredible. I, I think I bought everything, but the monkey. Uh, I'm not a huge pet person in the game, uh, but I always like to support Rare since there is no monthly subscription to the game. I always like to support Rare and however I can, and, and that is buying stuff from the Emporium. So, um, you know, that's that's something that I can do uh, to support them. So uh, I love the weapon set. It's 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 brilliant. The 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 art team is absolutely brilliant. So um, that that sums up the Emporium, the new things you can buy on the Outpost, and the upcoming events. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, make sure you're also going over to twitch.tv. Uh, uh, make sure you're linking your Amazon Prime account or your Prime Gaming account uh, to Twitch. Not only do you get a free uh, subscription to any of your favorite content creators each month, you can go check out davram.tv or davram on Twitch, so twitch.tv slash davram. Uh, if you, you have no idea where you want to throw your free sub, you can always throw your free sub over at me, uh, if you would like, uh, but also games are going to be giving you, um, some cool free stuff, um, over there, um, as well. And, and the item that is up right now free for you to pick up is the, um, I believe it's the, uh, is it, it's not the Ruby splash tail. I don't think, um, no, it's, it, here we go. Let me, here, here, let me pull it up here real quick. It is the Royal Sea Squirrel Sales Pack. Uh, so again, uh, the, the, the Royal Sea Squirrel, it's a really nice looking boat, uh, but you can pick that up uh, right now if you, if you have uh, Amazon Prime and link it um, on Twitch uh, with your Sea of Thieves account. Things they have given out already. They've already done the Night Wolf Sales Pack, the Ruby Splashtail Wheel Pack, um, and the Escapades Emote Pack is what they've given out so far. Uh, and then now we've got the, uh, the, the, the squirrel uh, sales. Uh, and then there are three more uh, that are still in the available soon section. Uh, and according to their website, they're doing 12 total drops um, up for grabs. So we've gotten uh, four. There are three more on the horizon and according to the website, they're doing 12 total. So, uh, if you're not one of those folks who likes to put money into the game, uh, make sure that you, uh, at least get your free stuff. If you've got Amazon prime and just like Twitch, that is under sea of slash prime dash gaming is where you can set all of that stuff up and get your free stuff from twitch.tv. 
Okay. So that's the announcements and the events as far as my notes are concerned. I'm sure I left something out. Um, so let's get into the patch notes. But first, but first, I want to uh, just do a quick advertisement as, as far as support for the show. Uh, in the show notes below, you can check out links to go over to Humble Bundle and get uh, discounts on games, game bundles each month, books, audiobooks. You can get uh, discounts on video and music editing software or discounts on single title games. And if you use the link in the show notes below, you will directly support myself and this broadcast. You can also use the link below if you love coffee as much as I do. You can get 15% off your first order at Death Wish Coffee, which is certified the strongest naturally growing coffee bean in the world. They have their traditional uh, Death Wish Coffee, which is a very dark bean. Uh, it comes in K-cups, it comes in whole beans, it also comes in grounds. You can also get their Valhalla bl brand, uh, blend, which is a uh, more uh, mild coffee. And throughout the year, they have some other holiday blends that you can also get. And let me tell you what, if you like Sea of Thieves and you like Pirates, definitely check out their merch. Because Death Wish Coffee, you can see if you're watching the video, you can see their logo right behind me. Death Wish Coffee's logo is actually a skull and crossbones. So it's absolutely a fantastic logo for all of our pirate lovers out there, such as myself. And well, it's great caffeine. It tastes really good. It's all naturally grown and all that nice, yummy stuff. So if you could check out those links below, if you want to support the show and get some good stuff out of it, that's how you do it. All right. So let's talk patch notes. So like I said, I think this is the best quality of life um patch note that they've done um there's a lot of good stuff in it and what i can tell you is i'm not going to go through every single thing i'm not going to do every single thing um there's a lot right if you want to go over and read through the patch notes as always i put the link in the the, the show notes um, but it is seaofthieves.com slash release dash notes. You picking up a trend here on how Sea of Thieves does their website? I hope so, because everything is very easy to remember and type in. So let's start with the very, so after we get through all the cosmetics and all the events and stuff, which is right near the top, the very first thing, the very first thing. Something that most everyone has been wanting something done with for the longest time. Hit registration on moving ships. Improvements have been made on how bullets are affected by the velocity of a moving ship, providing a small improvement to ranged weapons fired from moving ships. So what I can tell you is in my few hours of playing since this patch launched, I can say that I can notice a difference in hit reg. There is definitely an improvement in our historical weapon accuracy. There is an improvement. Is it perfect? No. Is it even good? No. But it's better. And that's what we want to see, right? For me, for the longest time, I have said that that historic historical weapon accuracy, hit reg, it's never going to be fixed until they come out with Sea of Thieves 2. So all that I can ask for and all that we as players can ask for is improvement. Is it getting better? 
And I can say after the testing that I've done in both PVE and PVP, it is getting better. Like I said, it's not good. It's definitely not great. It's far, far, far from perfect, but it is better. And as a player, seeing that type of improvement is huge for me. As someone who is definitely known in the Sea of Thieves community from running his mouth, bitching, complaining, and criticizing Rare, coming from me hearing an improvement is good, take that as you will. Usually I'm bitching up a storm on this show, and I'm actually saying very positive things about their patch. There's definitely improvements with hit registration, so... Everyone's going to experience it a little differently, obviously, just like any other um, uh, thing like that. But there is definitely improvements there. And I, I, I think that was put at the top of the patch notes for a reason, very cheeky rare. Uh, because again, it, it, in my opinion, it wasn't... The improvements to the hit registration was probably the thing the community wanted to see the most. But having it right at the top, of course, people are going to say, well, it's not fixed yet. Nope, not fixed. Sword's still shit. Still hitting people and they're not taking damage. All oh, this is crap. <clears throat> it doesn't say it's fixed. It specifically says small improvement. Okay. And I can confirm it was a small improvement. Lots of improvement to go. But the fact that I see improvement is promising. Don't bitch. It's still broken. All right. But an improvement from where it was is a lot better than we've seen for the past two years. Okay? So take your victory. Take your victory. Don't shit in Joe's Cheerios, okay? He's trying here. We have a small improvement. A small improvement. Okay? So I was pleased to see that. And more so, I was pleased to actually see Exactly that, a small improvement. There were some changes to a lot of the tall tales. I'm not going to get into that. Just some, just some general fixes to, to some of the tall tales. Uh, I know one of the things that a lot of people were complaining about. I don't necessarily know if I was at the point where I was ready to complain about it, but I was very close to it. And that is the new emergent threats, the ocean crawlers, um, and also the, the phantoms, they seem to be spawning way more than they should. And in a lot higher numbers than they should on islands. Um, they made some changes to that when I was playing, I didn't notice them as much as before, but I still feel like they're a little on the high end. I don't know. I, I feel like either they need to keep the spawn rate where it is, which in my opinion is a little bit high and, and give you loot from them more often, or they just need to make them more rare and guarantee loot. One of the two, because right now it just, it, for me, it's easier for just to run by them and skip them completely. They're more of an annoyance than anything. Um, and they just stay on the Island, which is a, a server performance piece where if I'm hopping on different islands and getting ocean crawlers and stuff spawning, it's just entities that are in the world that are not being killed. So I think the best way to take care of this would be incentivize players for killing them. There's no accommodation around killing uh, them. 
And the the chances to get gems off them are definitely um, not as high as I think they should be. Um, so I, I think they can do some more tweaking here. Uh, I think the goal more than anything is to incentivize killing them, right? So they added gold to the phantoms. Again, this is just a chance. Um, so I think these encounters need to be more rare and loot guaranteed. So maybe every phantom set drops a bag of gold that's like 100 or 200 or even 500 gold. Will that incentivize players to kill them? No, but it's better than getting a chance or getting nothing. Um, I think the ocean crawlers should be more rare and every one of them, you get a red, you get a green, you get a blue gem. Gold is an infinite resource in this game. It's always out there, right? And if we have to kill something, every time we kill a captain, right? Every time we kill a captain, we get a skull, we get some gold, we get the skeleton orders or we get a key or, or something like that, right? So every time we kill a skeleton captain, we get something. Now, would I put phantoms on the same line as a skeleton captain? No. Would I put ocean crawlers? Yeah. In fact, I think ocean crawlers are, are harder to kill than skeletons. They're still easy to kill, right? But if we're comparing the different abilities of an ocean crawler to just the higher hit points of a skeleton, who's basically a, a basic skeleton anyways, I, I, you know, they're guaranteeing you get a, a usually a villainous skull, uh, a, a map to some more treasure and some like three gold pouches. I, I think the ocean crawlers should guarantee loot um, and should be more rare. Uh, so I think more tweaking needs to be done here, but at least they've, um, they've acknowledged the community that there is an issue here with the spawn rates of the phantoms and of the ocean crawlers and they're, they're tweaking it. So now it's just trying to find that happy medium, um, that incentivizes players to kill them. So they're not just an entity on the world, you know, that, that, just causes lag. They've also adjusted how long it takes for sirens to spawn. So I've noticed this and it's still an issue now. Uh, you know, if you're in the water, you can go from no sirens to, oh my God, there's an entire legion of sirens attacking me, um, very quickly. Um, so when you're in deep water, uh, what they did was they increased the time span that you can be in deep water before um, the siren uh, encounter has uh, has started. Um, so so this is good. Um, I, I'm not sure if the time in which you were in the water is the issue. I think it's the number of sirens. Um, and maybe that's what they wanted. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, but the other line in this is, is, is much better crew, uh, crews swimming in deep water will now be attacked less frequently by sharks and sirens together in a wave. So a lot of times what you were running into <clears throat> was a legion of sirens shooting their bubbles at you and you've got sharks swimming around and sometimes you just got two tapped. A shark would bite you, a siren bubble hit you, you're done. Right. And, and you know, if you're sword slashing the, the sharks, they can instant like 360 no scope you. Uh, the sirens are a little easier to sword, but ultimately if you if you're running double gun, what you got 10 shots or eight shots, something like that. Once you're done with that, you're done. And a lot of people aren't using the flintlock. So you've got your eye of reach and then you got to get close to them with a blunder. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think this is a good change um, where they're cha they're making it less frequently that sharks and sirens will attack you together. 
I do like the fact that there are more threats in the water. Again, making it more challenging for for people to just abandon their boat and uh, swim over to another boat to harass, right? Again, the pirate's boat in, in the actual, you know, real world pirates back in the day, the golden age of piracy, the boat was everything, right? A pirate would rather, I mean, sure, they would rather live, but without a boat, you can't go out to the sea and plunder and, and steal and get all this money and stuff from stolen cargo, right? The boat was everything. And, and unfortunately in Sea of Thieves too, too often we, we are like, oh, we can just respawn our boat. Let it sail off into the sunset. Oh, whatever. We can just scuttle and swim or we'll get rid of our boat and just rowboat somewhere. That's not piratey at all. Your boat is everything. Your boat is absolutely everything. And I'm still banking for the day that Sea of Thieves actually makes it. So without a boat parked at an outpost, doesn't have to be anchored, just at an outpost, like close enough for you to vote on the emissaries, that's the only way you get to sell your loot. You can't rowboat your loot to sell it. You can't swim your loot to sell it. You got to have your boat there. I'm waiting for that because ultimately the respect for the vessel in this game is so just, everyone disrespects the pirate ship. Everyone disrespects it. Oh, we'll leave it at the island. We'll rowboat over this way. Oh, we'll just let it sail off into sunset, fire our cannon over, board a ship, harass them, sink them somehow, run them into a rock, whatever. But who cares about our boat? And I really wish that 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 Rare would look at trying to, to make the boat more important, right? Obviously, it's important when we're voting on emissaries, but I think it should be more important selling loot in general and make people really protect and make the boat everything. You have to have your boat in order to do what you want to do and sell your loot and stuff like that. I'm probably in the minority thinking that way, but I'm a history guy and the pirate ship, that is a, that, that is like, that, that, that is like a church. That is like a cathedral to a religious person, right? That is your world is that pirate ship. And I, and I don't know. I think the game has gotten to a point where people really don't give a shit about their boats too much anymore. Uh, when they're out and plundering, they're just like, ah, we'll just respawn. It's fine. It's fine. The Trident of Dark Tides. Now, this Trident, a lot of people were excited about when they found out that it was absolutely overpowered when fighting different encounters in the world. So, uh, Sea of Thieves has tweaked the damage to the Trident of Dark Tides as far as damage it was doing to the Megalodon and the Kraken. Um, so, now you are going to have to use an entire Trident in order to kill a Megalodon. And... and I think that's fair. Um, I, I personally think the tridents were overpowered when it came to the PVE encounters. I'm surprised I don't see any damage reduction here to the skeletons, uh, but it does take more of them to kill the skeleton lords than than it did the megalodon. It seemed like the megalodon just just fell over when you hit them with a couple bubbles. Um, so I'm glad that they adjusted this. I know some people aren't happy about it because again, some people. Uh, want to, to to have as little PVE in the in in the game as possible, so they'd rather have the Disney sticks and shoot them like twice, and then just move on with their life. I'm okay with this change. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. <clears throat> um, they they made a couple UI changes, like they added the ancient coin wallet up into the other currency. They also changed some spawn points on boats at outposts. That way, you don't have to jump in the water. And holy shit balls! They have finally done something that is absolutely amazing to the rowboats. So everyone has been in the situation when they're trying to sit 
in a rowboat and they open the damn storage container. <sighs> to sit in the rowboat's passenger seats, players will now be prompted by hold to sit instead of press to sit. Controlling their oars still remains unchanged as it is still pressed to sit, but when it comes to the storage, you will now have press to open and hold to sit. So finally, that is an adjustment, which I personally like. I'm guessing it's still a pain in the ass in order to get your, your loot out of a rowboat, but, you know, at least, again, we're making improvements with some of these long-standing, just annoying uh, pieces of the puzzle. Few nice changes for players out there who uh, record content um, or who stream. Uh, there is now a quicker uh, keybind for target uh, for toggling uh, replace gamer tags. Again, keeping players safe so they don't get uh, spammed by other people if you're streaming and they see someone's name. There's also a new feature to toggle crew nameplates um, on and off. So uh, that's that's. I mean, it's not like game breaking or anything. It's not something that really needed fixed, but I know for some streamers, um, when they encounter people or, or when you encounter a person, you're trying to record something for your, your YouTube or your Twitch and someone is super toxic and saying hateful things and inappropriate things that no one should ever say. And you have the, the streamer tags on or the, the, you know, replace game tags on. And sometimes you don't get those switched off enough to get the names of the people in order to report them uh, to ensure that punishment of banning of their accounts, which they should absolutely be banned uh, for for that type of uh, interaction. Um, you know, this is a, a quick way for you to be able to turn those on and off uh, so you can capture their names and, and report that inappropriate behavior uh, too rare uh, and not you know, have to sit there and research for a long time with recently played and all that stuff and maybe never find who they were. You can now quickly toggle that on and off in order to see that. <clears throat> for those new listeners out there, new pirates out there who are listening to the show, uh, Lorena is now offering an additional letter of recommendation for players to purchase this month. Uh, there wasn't, uh, one last month, so you can catch up now. If you are working on getting pirate legend or you're working on getting your sea dog maxed out or whatever you're working on, as far as your reputation, you can buy two letters of recommendations. And for those of you who don't know, those can be purchased with the balloons from Lorena right outside the, um, the tavern, and they will give you one level a piece of any of the trading companies of your choice. So uh, she is offering additional letters of recommendation to players this month. So go check that out. If you need uh, a level or two, make sure you go stop by and see our mango eating gal outside the tavern. Okay, so now we're going to get into the actual gameplay items um, that were addressed. And I'm going to crack open Got a long night ahead of me. Crack open a beverage. Because my throat is killing me today. Uh, so I apologize for the short little breaks where I uh, give a little slurpy slurp. I'll give you all some ASMR. <sighs> mm. Orange cream adrenaline shock. It's a great energy drink. It's got a lot of good stuff in it for you. So, uh, <clears throat> anyways, I'm probably going to get nasty grams now because I'm, I'm drinking an energy drink, but whatever, whatever. 
Um, so one of the biggest items that was changed in this patch and something that has caused, well, quite frequent or quite, quite frankly, a lot of nasty grams to me because I talked about it last week of it could be coming. Uh, and now that it's here, uh, a lot of people are not too happy about it. And some people are really happy about it. Um, and that is you can no longer X cancel bucket or X cancel dig. This is a exploit, or I should say a bug that players have exploited that has been in the game uh, since almost the very beginning. Um, and a lot of veteran players view this as a competitive advantage, a skill uh, check, something that they've learned how to do um, over their time and something that they've practiced and thus gives them an advantage over newer players who have not quite learned the skill. Again, this was a bug. It was not how the code was intended and players have chose to exploit it. Was it an unacceptable timetable of how long it took rare to address this? Yes. That still does not mean it was not a bug that needed fixed. So they fixed it. Now you cannot bitch. You cannot complain just because that's how you liked it. I, I got in an argument on Twitter the other day and this person was complaining that this shouldn't have been fixed. And I said, do you want hit reg fixed? And they're like, well, yeah, hit reg needs fixed. It's bad. I can't kill someone when I shoot them and it doesn't work. I'm like, well, guess what? Hit reg is a bug. Guess what? X cancel is a bug. If you want bugs to be fixed, you don't get to pick and choose which bugs to fix and which bugs don't get fixed. Just how it is, right? If it's a bug, if it's unintended, um, if it's bad code and you want one bug fixed, but don't want another bug fixed, well, stop complaining. If you want the bugs fixed, then you have to understand that all bugs, all bad code could and will be fixed eventually. All right. So just keep in mind that there's some other X cancel out there. X cancel reload. I'm sure is on the hot seat right now and could be fixed down the road. Hey, loot sprinting. That is also an unintended bug that players have exploited to gain a competitive advantage against other players. Don't be surprised if it gets patched out. Don't complain. I'm telling you right now, it's probably coming. X cancel reload and loot sprinting is probably on its way out of this game based on what I see in this patch. Don't be surprised if you want historical weapon accuracy fixed. So when you shoot someone and get hit markers, you know that they took damage. If you want that bug fixed, then guess what? There are other bugs on the chopping block that you may like that are probably going to get fixed too. So just be aware that any X cancel and loot sprinting are probably going to be patched out in the near future. So prepare yourself now. Go get your bottle of wine, go get your Ben and Jerry's, eat some calories, cry into some tissues and drink your bottle of barefoot and just get over it. Just get over it, adapt and get over it. It evens the playing field, right? It evens the playing field. X bucket was so bad that if you were going again, if you were a player, if you were a solo slooper, um, and you were going against a, a duo sloop. So sloop versus sloop, right? And you destroyed them in naval combat. 
But they kept their ship alive via X-bucketing, right? One person kept their ship alive via X-bucketing, and they were able to get shots on you to the point where now you have to X-bucket. They have the advantage because they have one additional player, even though, <clears throat> even though they should have been sunk <clears throat> because they shouldn't be able to bucket that fast, right? X-bucket <clears throat> was 100% a bug that was exploited by players to an, in order to bucket water and keep their ship afloat far longer than the game was originally intended, right? You could X-bucket and keep your ship afloat without fixing holes. That's not how the game was intended. It's fixed now. Get your bottle of Barefoot and chill out. If you need two tubs of Ben & Jerry's, go get two tubs of Ben & Jerry's. Personally, I can't have sugar. I can't have carbs. So I'll go get my pint of Rebel, eat healthier. Actually, I don't care. I'm glad it's fixed because I have issues with my hands. <clears throat> and it's very painful for me to X-cancel. And it's very painful... Uh, for me to loot sprint. So I don't do it, right? And it was also funny in that same tweet, the player said, well, the majority of players out there do it. Near, actually, I believe their words were, nearly every player out there does it. What was really funny is I did a Twitter search to, to find other conversations of people talking about that. <clears throat> there were more people saying, what is X-bucketing? What is X-cancel shovel? I didn't know this existed until this patch. So no, the majority of players weren't doing it. Yes, it was giving you a competitive advantage because you were exploiting stuff. Just because you liked to have that competitive advantage because you were exploiting a bad piece of code, shut up, sit down, and move on. I'm guessing the person I'm talking to out there probably can't afford a bottle of Barefoot. So go get yourself one of those like box wines and you can still get drunk. Tastes like shit, but you can still get drunk. Yes, that was an insult based on their intelligence. Because if you read the nasty gram that I got, I could tell that this person clearly fell, failed first grade grammar. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways, X buckets, uh, X bucketing and X digging is can uh, is is now patched out. It is now canceled. If you like the cancel culture thing, uh, I don't, but it is what it is. Um, but again, don't be surprised if loot sprinting and X reload and other things like that get patched out soon, um, because Rare is clearly dedicated to getting their shit cleaned up, and I am very proud of them and pleased to see this. Um, so they made a couple other adjustments, uh, taking damage while charging with a heavy cutlass attack. So that's the sword lunge, um, will now cancel the attack, um, rather than triggering the heavy attack without animation, uh, inflicting damage. So again, with the sword lunge, it was always meant to be a attack that gets interrupted if you take damage. So therefore you can't sit in a sword lunge and get killed before you lunge. Um, so now you'll be able to defend yourself. I I'll be the first person to tell you sword combat is still bad, right? Sword combat is really bad. Still, um, there, there is no block play. There is no counter or parry play that is anywhere close to consistent. Um, it's, it's really bad. 
Um, but seeing the changes they're making with hit regs, seeing this change in there tells me that they're really putting their brains behind trying to get some of this combat, you know, tightened up some of these issues tightened up, right. Um, to try to get this game back to where it should be uh, getting that, that hit reg fixed and getting the sword fixed because it is not good. It is not at all good. Um, so getting those things fixed, especially in a pirate game, right? Swords and pirates that they go hand in hand. I know there's a lot of people out there, including myself who love to double gun, but the sword is the pirate, right? The, the pirate sword, the cutlass fix it. So it's a fun, it's a fun weapon to use and it feels fair, right? I've watched shockwave at, on, on stream. Who's absolutely amazing. Um, solo slooper. I've watched captain Falcor a lot, and both of them have gotten into combat where they can quite frankly say they should have lost that combat based on the sword play, but because of how the sword is, they won and the other person lost. And they were like, man, this sucks. I mean, they're like, I'm happy I won, but it sucks for the other person because the game cost them that because of the poor sword play, either a block didn't take or something did not work properly. And the sword was bad. And again, I understand that the complexity of these types of attacks and weapons on a moving ship with moving players and all that stuff. I understand it's tough. I understand it's tough, but seeing that they're making some improvements to this tells me that there is light at the end of the tunnel and there's hope that eventually we're, we're not going to get a perfect combat system, but we're going to get a combat system that feels more fair, more fun, and has better counterplay to it. And that's, that's what I would like to see. That's what I would like to see. <clears throat> Made some fixes to some emote bugs uh, going into the tall tail using the barrel hide um, and hide emotes. Uh, there were some bugs with those. Um, so those things have uh, been addressed and fixed. Um, going down, um, uh, th again, this patch note is extremely long. Uh, so if you want to read through the whole thing, by all means, I'm just hitting uh, the highlights, um, right? I'm just hitting the highlights here. Um, of things, several visual glitches that were, uh, that, that were addressed, uh, and some performance issues with the ocean crawlers and how they attacked and rushed through different sorts of obstacles and didn't kind of have co a collision. They, uh, adjusted those, um, they changed up the, uh, targeting of the sirens. So now they should properly target players on boats and stuff as far as line of sight and all of you arena players out there. Now, personally, I thought it was absolutely hilarious that sirens were in the arena. Well, they said they wouldn't be touching arena at all, but they did touch arena and the sirens will no longer appear during arena contest. I'm sure there's still going to be sharks out there. Uh, I wish the sirens would stay. Cause I personally thought that was hilarious playing an arena and seeing these people trying to do old school tactics of swimming and, and boarding and they were getting destroyed by sirens. I absolutely loved it. It was absolutely hilarious. So, uh, for all you arena players out there, sirens are now gone from arena. Sad times for me because I was laughing my ass off. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Changes to emissary voting. So, uh, for the longest time, uh, actually since the emissary system was put into place, 
you were able to drop daggers, not vote up the emissary flag completely, but put your dagger down at whatever outpost you were at. And no matter where you went, that dagger was still in there and you could quickly vote up the uh, emissary just by sailing past. That is now no uh, another outpost, right? The dagger basically was in the table universally across all outposts and locations. That has now changed. So when voting to represent a trading company as an emissary, a vote will now only show at the outpost it was voted on, preventing a crew from passing a vote when not together. So again, you cannot uh, have a crew and one person drops their dagger in, you sail off to do whatever, and then as you're sailing by another outpost, other crew members drop their daggers in and, you know, at a completely different outpost, and the thing goes up. This, however, does not stop the issue of the Silent Reaper. If you're not familiar with the Silent Reaper, that is one person or, you know, two people of a galleon crew put their daggers in, they go out, they battle a ship, they sink the ship, and before they pick up the loot, the other pieces, the other members of the crew log out. And therefore, they have the majority of votes there. The emissary flag will go up. This, I don't believe, has been fixed. And if it has been fixed, it is not, um, it is not specifically lined out in this particular note. Um, so <sighs> here's how I think they can fix this. The only way an emissary flag goes up is if you're at an outpost. That's how they can fix this, regardless of the amount of daggers in there. But I think that changes up their voting system too much. It is what it is. I'm not sure if they want to dive into this any further, um, but. The other option is that voting does not take, like the, the, the voting does not take place until five minutes after logout, you know? So if a player logs out of the boat, the vote does not change, right? It still considers there a four man galleon, right? And two people, two people logged off. There are the two people that have daggers. Well, that those two people's daggers don't count for five minutes after the logout. There's things they could do to stop the Silent Reaper, which again, I think is an exploit of the system. Um, it's it's for sure an exploit of the system. The, the emissaries were meant to be raised at outposts or Reaper's hideout before you set out to your adventure. It is clear that they're working on fixing this. So again, don't be surprised if the Silent Reaper doesn't go away. I have not, I've never done the Silent Reaper before. I know how it works. I've seen it done on streams. Um, so since I've never done it, I haven't tested if, if it's fixed completely, but based on reading the patch notes here, it does not sound like the, um, the ship is at a port. You put your daggers in, um, at, at, on the reapers table, and then you set out and then you have people log out in order to cast the vote. I don't believe that part of the silent reaper has been fixed. But now at least you can't have pl you can't sail by an island, a different outpost, and raise your emissary um, after voting on the first outpost. Right? You have to have all the people vote at the same outpost in order to raise it. <coughs> Excuse me. There's also significant changes with um, interactions with the player and ships. 
So for example, if you're swimming in front of a galleon and you make contact with the hull, you will no longer appear in the ship. That's obviously a, a major issue. Um, so that's been addressed. Um, players will no longer step off the side of the galleon and be stuck in the hall. That's obviously a big issue. Players can no longer jump off the brigantine voting table and pop through the ship's hull. That's obviously an issue. Uh, sword lunging into a sloop's cannonball barrel will no longer launch the player high into the sky. That's obviously a good fix. Uh, players moving between the cannonball barrels and the captain's cabin on a sloop will no longer find themselves outside the ship's hull. Again, all these sound hilarious, but they're definitely things um, that 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 need to be addressed. Players can no longer use a rowboat to push through the outer hull of a sloop and become stuck in the brig. Uh, Gray Marrow on the Fort of the Damned uh, no longer has a risk of being stuck in trees. That was an issue that I experienced several times. Um, so so that that's obviously a problem. Um, so uh, players can no longer reach the Glorious Sea Dog Tavern by breaking through the environment within the Pirate Legend hideout. Some of these are just hilarious, uh, absolutely uh, hilarious that these things actually existed. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah. During an arena contest, the broken mast at the Sea Dogs uh, delivery point now has the correct collision for players. Um, so there's, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Uh, there's that again, a lot of other items that, uh, go through here again, visual audio bug changes, um, uh, uh, localization changes, lots and lots of stuff. Like I said, probably the best and most complete quality of life update that we've seen in a very long time. Uh, lots of things, uh, that have been adjusted performance and stability. They made some adjustments, uh, during the Ford and fortune encounter to help server stability. Um, they uh, made some adjustments to the interaction with the organ and the dark brethren tall tale to increase uh, uh, client stability, server stability, reducing scenarios where crews are removed from the game session. Um, again, there were a lot of issues with, you know, uh, people getting disconnected in battles and, and, and areas that have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so major improvements there, huge amount of tall tale changes, um, through the pirates life tall tale. So, uh, lots of changes there. Um, one bug that is back and it is nasty again. Um, we've seen it fixed. We've seen it broke. We've seen it fixed. And now we've seen it broke again. That is alt tab freezing. So if you're alt tabbing, you will freeze once again. I have confirmed with my computer that that is indeed the case. So that is now broken again and thus continues the cycle of rare where they get something fixed, but unfortunately they cannot keep it fixed. So um, I'm glad to see all these changes. I'm glad to see this amazing, absolutely amazing quality of life item um, from, from their, their recent update. But what I want to know is, can they keep these things fixed and not break them with the next update? Because that has been an ongoing issue that they've had where they fix something and then update two updates, three updates down the road, they break it again. And then it's uh, just a vicious cycle. So I'm throwing my hat uh, into the ring of rare and saying, well done a uh, little clappa clappa for you there on that. Uh, just make sure the stuff stays fixed. 
As far as known issues out there, we always have a section at the bottom of the known issues. The Cursed Ferryman Essential Ship Bundle in the Pirate Emporium. That's the new Davy Jones Flying Dutchman ship set. Uh, when you see the picture um, in the, the preview section for the ship set itself, it is actually showing the collector's sales. Please be aware that you do not get the collector's sales by just buying the uh, regular ship set. The collector's sales always cost uh, an additional amount of ancient coins. So when you look at the picture of the uh, ship set in the Emporium, be aware that the picture does show the collector's sales. You do not get them unless you buy the collector's sales. Um, there are missing dialogue pieces in the Dark Brethren Lords of the Sea Tall Tale, uh, where voice uh, voiceover lines may not be playing uh, during the scenes. Uh, so that's a known issue. The wonderful issue that it had, again, small improvements, but is still there. Ranged and melee historical weapon accuracy, hit Ridge, uh, is there. And then also uh, continuing to look at items with the tunnels of the damned, again, the archways that people are using to get to the tall, uh, to the, the new tall tales, but also using um, to, to help servers stay stable with uh, server with not server hopping as in log logging into a server, logging out, logging into a server, logging out, but actually using the game to migrate them to a different server using the tunnels of the dam. Um, there are still issues while traveling through the tunnels of the damned rejoining the game after a lost connection may result in a visual, um, issues and failed migration to a new area, returning players to their starting location. Um, so continuing to look at the, the, the tunnels of the damned, Again, it has been stated by Rare that the ability to go to a different server, utilizing the Tunnels of the Dam to go to a different server, is was a an unintended um, outcome of that system. Um, however, at the current time, uh, they said they don't see a reason to change or fix that um, because it's not causing any sort of issues. Obviously there's just the general bugs of the t uh, tunnels of the damned, but it's not causing any sort of, um, exploit or issue, um, um, doing it that way. Um, so they're going to continue to monitor it to make sure no one finds any way of exploiting that system. Um, obviously you can't take loot through it. You can take your flag through it, but last I checked, a copy of your flag drops in the water when you go through. Uh, so that means even if you're running away from someone, they still get your flag. So there you go. Uh, all your loot drops um, in the thing. All that you take with you is your, you, you do get to keep a leveled up flag when you come through the other side. And you get to keep your supplies, which are in the barrel and the storage crates. Uh, so there's really no exploit there. Uh, but Rare is going to continue to monitor it. Personally, I think it's a good thing to keep in there. It's definitely keeping their servers a little bit more stable. So um, that is definitely a, definitely a good thing. But guys, that is the patch notes. Again, the list is very, very, very long. So if you want to deep dive into other things, see if there's other things that more interest you. Um, I kind of hit the highlights of things that I always kind of talk about. Um, big, long-standing bugs and such. I kind of hit those and talk about the highlights that I personally thought were great in the patch notes. Um, but if you want to check it all out again, the link will be in the show notes below seeathieves.com slash release dash notes. Keep in mind your events coming up, your Twitch drops, your prime gaming freebies, your events, 
your Golden Glory weekend. Although if you're listening to this and you're not a patron, you probably missed it if you didn't play it. But there you go. Become a patron. You get it early. Ha! Sell out mode. Guys, thank you very much, as always, for listening. I very much appreciate all your love and your support. You can always reach me on Twitter at Davram TV. You can email the email box, Pirate Talk Radio Podcast at gmail.com. And you can fin- financially support the podcast through Death Wish Coffee, Humble Bundle, and Patreon.com slash Davram TV. Take care of yourselves, guys, and each other. And I will see you next time on Pirate Talk Radio.